Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 108. I always have a tendency to say 108. I just always say that anyway. Episode 108 of the NeuroEdge podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I got a cool one today. So today is going to be about finding purpose. The name of today's episode is Find Purpose. So this is something that you can honestly write an entire book about. You could talk about this for months, days, years into advance. And I think your purpose is something that, as we'll talk about later, is not something that's static. But what I want to go over in today's episode is basically just how do we find purpose in our life? And I don't want, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've 100% found my purpose in life, but there are certain things that we can do as people that are seeking a higher level of consciousness or seeking a higher level of awareness to draw closer to our purpose and certain things that we can do to sit down and carve out time for ourselves where we intentionally set our purpose in life. And this is something that anybody can do. So it doesn't take, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be dumb. You don't have to be anything. You just have to have the awareness to say, I want to set an intention for and purpose for my life. It doesn't matter what your grades are. It doesn't matter how much money you make, anything like that. You are in control and you choose and determine what your purpose is. And kind of like I talked about in the last episode, effort versus results. Go back and listen to that episode 107. But basically, we are in control of one thing, and that is our attitude and how we show up every day. And building on top of that today, I want to talk about our purpose and what are some practical exercises that we can work on to help determine our purpose. Because you hear people say that all the time. They're like, oh, find your why. So much about is now, like in the self-improvement world, it's like finding your why, going out and saying, oh, well, this has to be the thing. And you may not feel that, or you may feel scared when you hear things like that because you don't feel like you have the gravitas of the purpose that you may hear someone say like, oh, I'm going to cure cancer or oh, I'm going to build schools in Africa or whatever. So that's not what today's episode is going to be about. This is going to be about going within your side, within yourself, inside yourself and doing exercises to find that. So that being said, as always, before I get in, if you want to take your NeuroEdge podcast experience with Hunter Williams to the next level, Click on the link in the description to join the group and ask some questions for the podcast. I really want to make this podcast a feedback loop between the people that listen to it and myself who is creating it. I think that's the coolest thing. And some of the best podcasts that I listen to are ones that are basically listener sourced, meaning that the podcast is a feedback loop between the people that listen to it and the host or the host and the guests that do it. So that is my goal and project with this podcast and I would love to have you if you're out there listening in the airwaves, whether it is now or 10 years from now, and you're listening to this in the year 2031, come check it out. So that being said, let's hop on over to the screen and talk about finding purpose. So today is going to be about finding our purpose. So what is purpose? This is a very big question. So throughout history, humans, at least to the point of human awakening and human consciousness, we have always asked ourselves, why are we here? And I don't really know. I've read a lot of history books. I've done a lot of reading, nonfiction reading, fiction reading. I don't know that there was a day when the first human said, why are we here? 
I think this is something that's kind of inbuilt in our consciousness that you go back. And if you listen to a lot of the origins of human history, this is something that seems to have kind of emerged to us getting to the point where we reached the elevation awareness and asked ourselves, why are we here? And what's interesting about humans as opposed to maybe other animals, and maybe other animals do do this and we just don't know about it. I'm completely open to that idea too. But at least it seems like for the most part, we as humans have the capability to ask ourselves the question, why are we here? We have the capability to ask ourselves, what are we doing here? What is the meaning of this? Coincidentally, this becomes the bane of our existence to a certain extent because a lot of people get disconnected from their purpose. And a lot of people don't end up aligning with what they feel their purpose is and they live a a life of unfulfillment. And I think it was Ralph Waldo Emerson, don't quote me on this, but he said, most most men lead lives of quiet desperation. And so today, the purpose of this episode, and as I teach to myself as much as I am helping share with you, is to not be the man that is leading a life of quiet desperation. How miserable does that sound? But then when you hear that, you ask yourself, is that me? And I know for points in my own life, I felt like I have been in that place. And the great thing is we get to choose whether we are living the life of quiet desperation or we're not. And we're living a life of fulfillment and enjoyment and purpose. And I think in order to avoid that, in order to create something that you really enjoy doing, you have purpose in it. And it can be, again, it doesn't have to be something grandiose, but it can be something that is truly meaningful and powerful to you. So as humans, we assign meaning to everything that we do. Look no further than all the different books, literature, movies that are written to assign sort of meaning to something. And I think as humans, that's just, again, part of our nature. And I think we have this spiritual component that's built into us that we understand things in the context of meaning and not understanding them in the context of randomness. And I think that's part of, not to go on too too much of a tangent right here, but I think that's part of the mass deception today is that everything is random and that we are in an environment that we didn't create and that we just happen to be here. And that's disconnecting ourselves from our ancestors and it's disconnecting ourselves from our true nature as spiritual beings. And I think this is important to assign meaning to everything that we do, whether it's the most inconsequential task or it's something very laudatory or something that is very important going on society. That's just as humans, we are going to have a happier and healthier life and more abundant life if we assign meaning to everything we do. Now with that, we have to develop the purpose in order to assign meaning. That's what we're going to talk about more. I think purpose, and this is just Hunter's philosophical thoughts. I think purpose at its root essence is going to come from a deep sense of belonging and destiny. And let me explain that a little bit. So I think purpose is not only what you feel in yourself, but how you see yourself around other people. And if we've learned anything in the last 12 months during the year of 2020 into the early months of 2021, it's that We were moving toward an isolated society anyway, but the last year, 12 months, has really hastened that. And 
it is disconnected from a lot of us, the sense of belonging. And I'll just say the sense of belonging right now. So in order to feel like what we're doing is purposeful, you have to understand that humans are social beings and we are healthy and we feel in sync with our environment and nature around us when we have a sense of belonging with other human beings. So I think you can't disconnect belonging from purpose. And even if you think it is your purpose to be out on a mountaintop somewhere meditating for 80 years and reaching enlightenment, which I think sometimes sounds pretty cool. Other times I don't know that I would want to do that. But in order to have purpose, part of that is having belonging. And then also to move into destiny. So belonging and destiny to feel that we are destined for something greater. This is something with that I have wrestled with for much of my life is this idea of destiny to think that there's got to be something more. There's got to be something bigger and better that I'm focused on doing. And I think we all have that. And part of fulfilling our purpose is understanding that we we do have that, even if you're not crystal clear on the vision of what that looks like, that we have something in the future that we're striving towards. And it's fine balance because you don't want to have something in the future that's so far off that you never feel like you can reach it. But you also don't want something that's super easy to accomplish. But part of your destiny is fulfilling and constantly leveling up each and every day so that day to day, month to month, year to year, decade to decade in your life, you make progress in a fashion that you feel fulfills your destiny. And along with that, you have this sense of belonging, but also that you are fulfilling a destiny that you are in a relationship with God and your higher self, and that you're moving towards that along a path in your life. And even though you don't know exactly what that looks like, I don't know what even the next year is going to look like. I think I kind of do, let alone the next five years or the next 10 years. A lot of people will try to have like a 10-year plan, but we really, at the end of the day, there's certain things that are outside of our control. And again, it goes back to our internal state being responsible for how we respond to those things. Also, purpose is doing something that matters. So I think this is one thing that we look at today and our economic economic conditions, societal conditions, political conditions, and culture have all shifted so much to the point that Many people are doing jobs that they don't feel like they matter. And whether that's just being on a computer all day or whether you're, it doesn't even have to be being on a computer all day, but being disconnected from the in value of the work you're doing, I think is a huge problem. And so we have in today's world, people being disconnected from the in value of the work or production or whatever that they're doing. Because I think that most people have something in them that wants to work hard. Some people more than others. And some people are just complete, complete absolute lazy blobs. But I think if people were given the choices, they would rather do something than not do something and particularly do something that actually matters. And I think a lot of this comes down to the roles that we play in society and the sense of belonging that we have. A lot of people are doing things that they don't feel like that matter. Therefore, they're disconnected from their purpose. So purpose is doing something that you feel like that matters. And that can mean one thing to somebody and another thing to somebody else. I could never feel if I was in a motherly role to somebody that I would be fulfilling my purpose, but someone that's a mother that has children, she knows that matters. And that's just because that's not something I'm a man. I'm not a woman. So I wouldn't feel like that would be fulfilling that role. 
Purpose is also doing things to help others. So again, it goes back to this sense of belonging and doing something that matters. This is kind of a combination of this. So doing something to actually help others, doing something that actually provides value to the world. And even the most selfish people that want to get rich and want to push everybody down out of the way, I think they still have this. There's still some salvageable part of them that knows that they want to help others. And I think it's because as we didn't get here as a species, not helping each other out. Yes, people have harmed each other and done terrible things to each other throughout history. But overall, we exist today because our ancestors helped each other along to get them to the point where they are. And I don't want to, I'm not saying this just have some like kumbaya moment or anything like that, but purpose is doing things to help others. I think at the end of the day, you will be left feeling unfulfilled if you get everything you want without helping others. I don't even know that that's possible, but again, purpose, I think is helping others. And this can be through whichever mechanism you like doing or enjoy doing or find that is best suited to your talent, skills, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, I think this is something, again, I hinted at before, but purpose purpose means you're born to achieve greatness. And greatness can look very, very different from one person to the next. This is going to be, again, your own internal compass that you're going to discover as we talk about going forward in this episode. But it, at the end of the day, if you feel like you were put on this planet and you were born to achieve something outside of yourself that's great, that's powerful, that is lasting, that is enduring you're going to have purpose. If Once you find that, and again, we're going to get into exercises to how to get closer to that. But once you find that, man, you become unstoppable because you realize that it was all here for a reason, that it was all part of a plan. In my opinion, God's plan, but it was all part of something that got us here today so that we're listening to this at this very moment and moving forward. So those are my key tenets of what purpose is. Hopefully that makes sense. And I think we're going to see how this plays into other things as we look into some of the exercises that we're doing. But let's continue and get on into it. So what I want to talk about right now is purpose versus nihilism. And I talked about this a little bit before. Ultimately, this is going to come down to your choice. So your choice to have purpose in your life is 100% up to you. And unfortunately, we live in a world today that is rampant with nihilism. But I made the distinction. Purpose equals I am destined for this. I am destined for being. I am destined for being here. Nihilism is everything is random. And again, this is totally up to you what you choose and decide to do. There are two, at the, at the end of the day, there are two schools of thought out there. One, you're in control. Two, everything is random and outside of your control. Free will, predestination. If you take on the lens of purpose, I am destined for this, I'm in charge of my life, I can control the outcomes that I want to have in my life versus nihilism, you're going to be happier, you're going to be healthier, and you're going to live a more abundant, fulfilled life. Ultimately, that's what everybody wants, right? More health, more wealth, better relationships. So it's totally up to you what you choose. And at the end of the day, this has to come from internal factors rather than external factors. Purpose, internal. Nihilism, external. If you see someone that is overcome with nihilism, oh, everything is random. I'm a victim of my circumstances. External. Purpose, internal. I'm in control. And again, the moment that you come out of the womb, you go through an education system. You go through a 
more or less economic system that encourages this nihilistic effect. What you learn through science, what you learn through history, what you learn through reading, math, all these things, that social conditioning, not to say explicitly, but more implicitly leads you to a nihilistic worldview. And unfortunately, that's where we have gotten with our education system the last couple hundred years. So you have to understand that the social conditioning that you've been through for much of your life, whatever age you are, if you're 70 years old, if you're 10 years old, the social conditioning you've had wants you to believe that everything is random. And this is another reason. I don't have any stats to back this up. I can go back and do this in another episode. But I think this is another reason that people are so disconnected from their purpose and probably depression, all these things, anxiety, or at all-time highs because people are disconnected from their purpose in life. Why? The social conditioning has caused them to have a nihilistic lens versus a purposeful lens. So your internal compass knows best. I know at the end of the day, when I'm not controlled by external thoughts, external influences in the media, external substances, anything like that, when my internal compass is clear, I know I'm here for a reason. 100%, no questions asked. I'm here in this incarnation, in this lifetime, in this reality, knowing the people that I know right now for a reason. My internal compass tells me that. Now, your internal compass may become distorted. It may become ruined. It may become corrupted by the social conditioning around you. But once you're able to throw off those things around you and remove them and truly get to the internal compass where you know your intuition is high, your higher self is talking to you, you know that you're here for a reason. And I hope if you're listening to this right now and you say, man, I feel like I have a nihilistic worldview and I don't even know it. Listen to your internal compass. Know that you are here for a purpose. And again, if there's anybody, I'm not uh, I'm not going to be here and be like a rah-rah cheerleader or anything like that. But I want you to understand these are very real mental models that exist today and that we have in our lives that we have to be aware of and understand that we're choosing every single day. And again, to reinforce, we choose this every single day. We may oscillate back and forth between these at certain times in our life based on what's going on. But at the end of the day, if, you, if you're conscious of this, you can know it. Once you know this, it's your responsibility to choose. Now, by knowing this, it is your responsibility. So let's get into the exercises. What I want to talk about are things, and this comes from a book I just read by Ben Greenfield. I will give credit where credit is due. Ben Greenfield is amazing. If for some reason you're listening to me and you have not heard his work, please go check it out. He inspires a lot, a lot of what I do. And... Um, is just great. But he just came out with a book called Fit Soul. One of the chapters is about defining your purpose. So a lot of these are piggybacked off of what he talks about in his book. And so I wanted to do this because I went through this exercise and found it to be profound. Exercise one, what did you enjoy doing as a child? So this is the first exercise. And a lot of times we kind of wipe our childhood from our memory once we become social conditioned of being in the adult world and making money and having responsibilities, blah, 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 blah. What did you enjoy doing as a child? So think back to the free time you had when you were young, not when you were in school, when you were sitting in class, but what did you enjoy doing when you just had free time and you were let to go play on your own outside, wherever, what did you do? And what made time go by really fast? So not only what you did that was fun, but what do you think about as a child that, man, I wasn't thinking about the time. I wasn't worried about being bored. I wasn't worried about anything about that. I was just thinking about what I was doing and enjoyed doing it. Also, what made you forget about anything going on around you? 
and remove the context of social conditioning. So don't think about, you can think about school, but don't think about what you were forced to do as a child, but rather what you had to do in your free time. So for me, just an example, this is reading. I love reading when I was a child, fiction and nonfiction. I love competing. So I love playing sports when I was a child. I played sports even when I wasn't in formal competition. I played sports with my brothers. I played sports with our neighbors. I love to move. I loved exercising. I love moving my body. I think that's important for everybody to do, but I actually enjoy that. Learning, I love learning. So I actually enjoyed school, uh, particularly if it was a subject that I was interested in. I love debating people. So I love talking back and forth about different things. Even as a child, I enjoyed listening to politics and going back and forth, not so much about the politics because you don't really understand it when you're smaller, but going back and forth and debating ideas and understanding the pros and cons of certain things. I love going through that dichotomy in my head. And I love to systemize things. So even as a younger child, I feel that I was a little bit more disciplined and I loved creating structure and setting things up in a way that I was in control of them around me and kind of creating systems around things. So particularly like when I was in high school playing football, I loved creating, helping create our defenses and these systems around our football team, our weight program systems around that. So those are all things that I enjoyed and left to my own devices in my own free time that I enjoyed doing. You'll see that comes on plate in just a second. So number two, it's going to be called in the zone. So what puts you in the zone now? What do you do in your day-to-day life that makes you forget about everything else around you? And what gives you energized focus and full involvement? And this may be a little bit harder because when you're a kid, it's easy to think about, oh, that was funny. You know, I was doing all these things. Maybe you don't have anything now that puts you in the zone. Like I know for me right now, I'm in the zone when I'm working out in the gym. Man, that is when I'm in the zone. But I also, there are things that I do in my job. Not every part of my career. There are certain things that I do that put me in the zone where I'm not paying attention to the time and I really enjoy doing it. And I think everybody can draw something from this. So again, in the zone can be that flow state and maybe you don't have something in your job right now. Maybe that's a sign that you're disconnected from your purpose and not in a role in the character that you should be playing. But again, this one's a little bit more simple, but it might take a little bit more thought depending on where you are. And number three, and finally, and this is going to incorporate exercises one and two, is a purpose statement. So what you want to do is write down your life's purpose in one sentence. This is a lot harder than it sounds, believe me. Anyway, you want to write it down in one sentence, and this can change frequently, but you want to keep coming back to it and refining it. And so, you know, it's kind of funny when I was doing this, I didn't want to limit myself to one thing. And so I kind of had this fear and held off for doing it for a little while, almost because I was scared. Okay, if I limit what I'm doing down to one thing that I I can't do other things that I may want to do because I'm the type of person, I guess a lot of entrepreneurs have shiny object syndrome. You, get, you see one thing and you're like, ooh, I want to jump on this. But anyway, just because you write down one sentence doesn't mean it can't change. Now, you don't want to necessarily change it tomorrow, but based on the circumstances of your life, as you progress through time and space, you can go back and definitely refine this. Um, and again, your passion and your personality will change over time. So even if your purpose statement is the same, you're not going to be the same person. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I have been able to develop my communication skills and personal skills in a way that I couldn't have fathomed five years ago when I was starting my career as an entrepreneur. And you want to be flexible. So don't be super tied to this. 
you want to be something that's important to you that you're beholden to, but you want to be flexible. And so this is what I broke mine down into. So to learn, teach, compete, improve, and empower others through the use of systems and technology while serving humanity and God at the highest level possible. And what I'm going to do is print this out and put it in my room so that I look at it each and every day. And what I want to do is at the end of the day, I want to evaluate my day based on these things. Did I do these things in a satisfactory manner? And I think part of becoming a high performer is developing yourself and understanding yourself and understanding yourself is measuring yourself and measuring yourself and reflecting on, okay, what did I do today? And how did it stack up against what with I told myself is my purpose. And so for me again, right now is to learn, teach, compete, improve, and empower others through the use of systems and technology while serving humanity and God at the highest level possible. And so for me, if I measure everything that I do throughout the day up against these things, and at the end of the day, I can put my head on the pillow at night and say, I did these things well, I know that I'm going to progress. And this may change from time to time, and that's okay. But part of finding your purpose is actually getting this out there, verbalizing it, writing it down, putting it around you, creating mental models around it. So I challenge you as you are listening to this, go and write down, take in what you enjoyed doing as a child, what puts you in the zone now. Write it out and condense it into one sentence that you can measure against yourself every day. And then at the end of the night, in your journal, hopefully you have a journal. I can talk about that later. But in your journal, just write down, did I serve my purpose today? And that alone right there is going to make things so much better in your life. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel more self-actualized, which people actually in studies, science shows is the key to being happy in life. But you're going to just feel better about your life in general. So that is my spiel on purpose. I'm sure I'll do many more episodes on this one to come. Let me know what you thought about it. Let me know if you disagree with it and think there are better ways to find your purpose. So I will look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode and talk to you soon. Peace.